This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Welcome back to Dum Dums and Dragons, where improvisers who've never role-played before journey into the world of Dungeons and Dragons. I am the Great Wizard Bukake, your host. Our heroes have used their final hour of investigation well. Quinny found hidden potion bottles and debated what truths should be told to the king. Juniper used fingerprints to identify Longadon Geese's killer, and Butthole stressed out in the castle hoping they would find answers. They did, but will those answers doom the nation of Asgard? Find out next on Dom Doms and Dragons. The envoys from the Lord's Alliance stand in the hallway outside, a very dead delegate from the nation of Damara, having not learned of the the death of Longanon Geese, or I believe the disappearance of Raish Gray, both of which yeah. have been uh, kept under wraps, both by our Minister of Culture and uh, Sildar on behalf of Buttholes. I believe Natural 20 that super convinced him to super not tell the people he super <laughs> should have told the thing. So... They are standing in the hallway. The body has been discovered. The dum-dums have put together their, their best sort of theory as to what happened and how things are going. The time has come. Uh, Cormier is not here yet with their Zone of Truth folks. You can wait for that mm. if you want. But given that they've all just kind of spilled into the hallway and seen this, if you want to do that without them as witness, you can also do that. But Butthole isn't here to decide. Yeah. So I actually think it's... <laughs> yeah. I, I was looking at Ryan. I'm like, this is a quitting decision. So... Kind of up up to the Minister of Culture? Okay, weirdly enough, that would be true if anyone else knew Quinny was a spy master, but yeah. as the Minister of Culture, he has no jurisdiction over this problem. Uh-huh. So, Shh, Justice, Chief Justice. The smartest man in the room turns and goes, Well, what should we do, Chief Justice? Oh, uh... So this is Spazley. an elderly woman. <laughs> a criminal, Spazley an elderly criminal butthole forger. left before she was done her shit and yeah. she couldn't turn back. <laughs> One of the guards turns and says, uh, should we summon the king? Just a second. <laughs> and he turns around and his two friends who can see him just see Reginald like scrunch up his face and think as hard as he can. And then. He just his takes his glasses off and he's normal. And then he takes out another gem and he cracks it open and he snorts it and he just gets twice as handsome. What? <laughs> and he turns back around and he just says, So sorry about all of this, friends. We needed you to see the scene before we could explain what was going on. We didn't want you to be confused about any of the things that you may see here. Please follow me. This This is our Chief Justice. She looks a little different, but that's what she does. It's part of her charm. And this is the Minister of Culture who is in this hallway. All right, follow me. Uh, sir, pardon me. Should I summon the king? We're going to go to him. We don't need to have this talk over a dead body. That's creepy. Quinny just closes the door <laughs> to the suite. <laughs> Come on down, friends. And he just starts marching ahead, desperately hoping that these noble people will follow him because he doesn't have a plan otherwise. And 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 Mrs. Paisley's just kind of just muttering like what she assumes are like calming words of like oh it's all right we can just leave that there it's a scene we've already collected all the evidence no worries no rush 
and Sildar puts his hands up to quiet the 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 commotion that's occurring and just says I do believe this is, in fact, a matter worthy of, of the king's attention, and perhaps we should speak with him before any of this gets too out of hand. So let us follow that somehow exceedingly more handsome gentleman down the hall, and we'll take all of this to the king. And there's, like, some angry muttering, but they're just so used to him guiding them places that they all, you know, like a good tour group just kind of fall in line, mumbling and grumbling. That said, uh, he does kind of pull up next to the original and says, they will need to inspect the body, of course. Oh, yes. We just need to make sure that they have full context for what they're seeing. Otherwise, they trample over a scene, move a few things, and they have no idea what's going on. That will be true regardless. Yes, lead on. Excellent, excellent. And he moves forwards, having advantage on charisma checks because he's so handsome right now. I want to be clear, though. His appearance has not changed. It's normal Reginald. There's just a wholesome Affectation? confidence to okay. him that he does not normally. Yeah. There's a little bit of, like, craven self-interest in yeah. everything he does. Which Are those is, bags less pronounced yeah. under his eyes? Yeah. It's, it's a, <laughs> He he approaches a butthole level of kind of just like big brother energy with this, and there's a little bit, a little bit that kind of like airbrushing just to the face, but it's it's his face is just Instagram filter out in a a weird way. It's just like Morticia Adams. He always knows his angles, always knows the light, no matter where he poses. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. just kind of has that kind of soft open look. Like I trust that guy. The the Warner Brothers cartoon also of that like inhale in, and it just shifts all the muscle into the chest for himself walking forward. So. I do love the visual of like he turns away and only we can see his face as he does this but just the visual of everyone behind him just watches his like shoulders rise and fall as he snorts gem dust and turns around being like all right it's, like, it's very funny as well yep yeah. so he will send servants to get butthole who's not in the throne room once they figure that out and then meet in kind of the throne room proper just throw up a spongebob three minutes later uh yes we're all in the throne room great it's great to see everybody," says Butthole. Uh, is is, Cor- is Cormier here? He says to Annan, who would definitely be in this room. Yes, they are now. So Annan says, uh, "Yes, Lord, they've they've just arrived, and it's an honor guard this time. It's not just uh, Primrose Everhart. It's literally, you know, armed guards, very much uh, a box of guards around her, as well as a, a couple of people capable of casting Zone of Truth, who are dressed in like battle wizard garb. So just sort of like a fancy cleric." Style outfit. They aren't carrying weapons, but they're very much the you know the spooky monks over yep. over the shoulder. Uh, and she's wearing full battle dress. She's got like oh, the helmet she's... on. She's she's fully equipped, but she's got the, you know the visor up. Um, then we got to have a bunch of unarmed hammers in the room, and we let them across the bridge, so the room isn't just now. Here's a military, <laughs> yeah. and here's a king. So great. We love escalation in, in Asgard. <laughs> it's great for us. Um, Butthole's gonna say, "All right, uh, clearly you guys." Found so I just got to check in on one piece of information, and then I'll be able to explain this to all of you. And he huddles up with the other three, and he's like, okay, so you, you solved it, and it's totally fine. What what, what happened? Um, so we have proof that Raish Gray, or we, we've got Raish Gray as our prime suspect for the murder of Logadon. Strong evidence. We've got fingerprints there on the site uh, in his room that match... Raish's prints in their room. Okay. Fingerprints on the door, fingerprints on the chair that the body was in. Okay. It's it's a lot. You uh um you mentioned the the likelihood of a scroll being used of of some kind and it looks like uh yeah that happened but we don't know what the spell was. It could have been Eldritch Blast, it could have been something else. 
oh, okay. Yeah. And then Rage Gray did that. And we have someone who will say that Longadon Geese was attacking a, the, the facade lady. Yeah. So we know that happened too. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> he takes everyone one step further away. He's, <laughs> Patty, start giving a speech to just talk about how great the country is because he just needs background yelling to like cover in case someone can hear what he's saying to everyone. Uh, and uh, Patty turns around and says, Well, I know you don't know a lot about this country, and I think it's important you get the context before we begin. So, little old Patty, too, I take you on a journey. Okay, I love her so much. Um, so. Anna just waves Anna over. This is like he needs all his smart people. Yeah, Anna, in the room. Anna's been there just nearby. Okay, so basically at this point, uh, if I just lay this evidence out as I can see it, we have multiple people who are in the wrong, but I can probably. This only really makes sense. No, it doesn't. I don't understand the race gray thing, and that's completely fucking insane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't have a motive. Uh, yeah, that's bad because that. Raish Gray is a member of the Lord's Alliance, who yeah. we want to join, but Raish Gray has also acted against a local here, um, which means, according to the pronouncements that I had made earlier, we are on war footing with Baldur's Gate and the Lord's Alliance. Yep. Also, Damara tried to attack Fasaw, but we have no evidence that it was actually the nation of Damara, so I can spin that as just a... Uh, this person was acting alone, maybe teaming up with Rache Gray. We're assuming they're all independents. Must have been totally unrelated because Baldur's Gate would never do this to us. Yep. And Damara would never do this to us. So the fact that these people disappeared. I need deception checks from <laughs> Quinny, Reginald, and Mrs. Paisley, unless you are going to just out and out say it, Laura, in which case you, you can. Say so- Never mind then. Roll a deception check, please. <laughs> this is to see how good all of your poker faces are, mm. knowing for a fact that this was 100% a Damaran action. Yeah. We have visions of Damaran uniforms. Yeah. Yep. 11. 24. Quinny's not going to fumble this one. <laughs> Reginald got a 12 with advantage. With the charisma, but way better than four. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We'll take it. Then the real question how observant is a panicking king? <laughs> Oh, fuck. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> I like rolled back. I, I rolled a 19, <laughs> which means butthole, for assuming it's insight, got 29. Like, you know, you know the, the, the self-styled confidence of Reginald. Fuck, he beats and, me too. Yes. Yep. God damn, he even reads Quinny. Yeah, you, you read them for filth. Well, fuck. Okay, so we absolutely know that it was the nations. So based well, uh, on the evidence, yeah, yeah, you guys are well, bad at lying. No, if, I am not. <laughs> uh, I know a truth that I think you were trying to hide. I've had this plan for like five episodes. <laughs> Ryan thinks <laughs> in character. <laughs> it's like I had one angle on this whole thing if we didn't find an answer that made sense. And now I think I just have two wars. Does anybody have an idea? Because here's the deal. I... There's no way they're going to believe me if I just go over there and say, here's what happened. I'm going to have to get Zone of Truth. Yep. Well, is there an alternative to perhaps blame the Harpers to buy some time to figure out? That's possible if the Lord's Alliance will buy it. 
But I don't know if the Harpers are behind this because I don't know if they start asking questions about the Harpers, then I'm going to say something about Fallonmire Pink Blossom and that's going to bite us in the ass in its own way because Fallonmire is another vote we need from the Lord's Alliance. Well, I mean, she likes you, right? And you like her? Isn't that I like that her. Strong she enough? seems complicated. Oh, she, all right. Listen, I loved her before and then you guys made me not trust her. So really. I mean, she is quite untrustworthy, so. Oh, do you want to be uh, Paisley right now or do you want to be like somebody else right now? Gar, Ms. tuck, gar, tuck, gar, <laughs> Mrs. tuck, Paisley gar, thinks tuck. how, like, delightful it is to be Mrs. Paisley versus all the weight that Juniper carries. She's like, oh, I suppose it would be better to change back to Juniper. Okay, give me your hand, give me your hand. Oh, dear. Okay, yep. Takes hand. Not a wolf. If you turned into a wolf right now. I would, that would be something. I would have loved that. I, was I would have see- yelled the word nope so loud it would have broken this microphone. <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of secretly hoping just because it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> okay, oh, now so it's fun. Okay, good. good, good. It's Come fun on. now. Yeah. Okay. Does anybody have a plan? Because right now I've got radical honesty. Uh, that's about it. If it's radical honesty, I think I should probably get out of here for the zone of truth. No, part. I can also just refuse to answer things. I don't have to say the first no, thing on my like, mind every time. If it's a zone and I'm in the zone, I don't want to be asked some bullshit I, I, by uh, that asshole. Listen, I point I, over I at Fallenmeyer. I do think Oh, that I thought he was going to point at me. <laughs> she gives you a little fingy wave. There okay. is something I give to her be... a one-fingered wave back. <laughs> There's something to be said for radical honesty amongst these people who are anticipating us to lie and deceive as soon as we get the chance. Oh, to be clear, uh, radical honesty because of the zone of truth is going to be completely necessary. I mean, is there a way we can possibly frame this that doesn't immediately bite us in the ass and cause a war? Well, look, we don't know how deep this Damaran thing goes. I mean, maybe they're all a bunch of Damaran traitors, even the ones that we saw in so you're thinking uniforms. We just go hard on Damara. We get pick one war. Well, they're not doing us any fucking favors by carrying out a, an, assassin, an attempted assassination on our turf, and B, having one of their diplomats die in our rooms and all their fucking crew get murdered out front. Okay, I I like the first part. It's weird to think that they're doing us a favor by being, they're, they're like spiting us by being murdered. No, the favor was to survive, and they fucked that up. <laughs> okay, okay, so if it, had, okay. Do you know what? Thank you for your feedback. Uh, Juniper, do you have a plan for this other than fuck tomorrow? Is this something that we, I know that it happened on our watch, our... Correct, under our protection. Under, under our, our protection. Agus, inside our palace while they came to visit us. There's no way to turn this back on the parties that were directly affected, is there? I mean, listen, and I'm say, Longadon hey. Geese, clearly involved, and according to our new laws, didn't deserve it, but according to anywhere else's laws, I mean, Look, not a laws. Fallenmeyer thinks that Raish Gray is not who they say they are. That they're a, a harper. So that means that they can't they can't be a delegate from Baldur's Gate and be a harper. Okay, right? Quick question. Juniper, you talk to other people about their laws. Is that true? Uh I don't know. Well, look, I'll be honest, there there was nothing about the harpers. I don't know what their code is. What Fallon, I, okay. Fallonmeyer framed it as like that's an outside interest getting involved in the Lord's Alliance. She was like on the hunt for them. Okay. So not really representing Baldur's Gate. Yeah. And as far as we can tell, legitimately honest way. Seemed like secondary party, made some bad choices, yeah. did some bad shit, tried to frame Visaw and cause a war between Visaw and Damara. Also, Damara seems to be doing the same thing. Yeah. Lucky you, Lord's Alliance. We found a traitor in your midst. That's pretty good. 
Okay, Blaming an individual. I mean, to be clear, we didn't find them, but like we looked. Uh, okay, okay. That, that <laughs> Juniper, makes sense Juniper to me. kind of like, I'm, I'm telling gets, you, like, it's like kind of sad. It's I'm, like, I'm telling I'll you, Fallon Meyer will get on board with that. It's her running theory already. <laughs> yeah, and it, that, that, that makes sense. Okay, so we got that. And then the Damara thing. I, I don't, Anna, you're smart. <laughs> <laughs> um, Help, DM. <laughs> no, no, I, I want to be clear. I'm asking. Butthole's asking Ann, and Ryan is not asking. No, Ann. Not. This is where you get into the weird thing of Spend like some story points. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what, what's the survey? I'm not actually looking for it. Tom. Tell us how to solve the puzzle. I'm glad you came to me. I yeah. happen to know a guy. <laughs> and Damn, I've had this plan for 30 episodes. Tom <laughs> says in his head. This episode is sponsored by Shopify. When we started podcasting, an online store was the furthest thing from our collective mind. But now we sell t-shirts and hoodies and water bottles and a ton of amazing products, all because we use Shopify. Shopify is a global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. It is 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Honestly, we tried to do merchandise for years, either to make things that were high quality, to make things that we could ship easily, to make things shippable in multiple markets. We just could not find that answer until we found Shopify. Once we got set up with them, it has been a breeze. Money transfers, no problem. Payments converted, it makes it so easy. I don't have to do anything manual. None of our team does to be able to provide high, high quality merch. Shopify gave us the control to be able to make our business even more successful and can do that for you because Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, their award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify, and yours should too. So sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dumdums all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dumdums, D-U-M-B D-U-M-B-S now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dumdums. That's the way you get to hear this. The hosts of Dum Dums and Dragons are 420 friendly all year round, which is why we are excited to have IndiCloud back as a sponsor. As IndiCloud gets ready for summer, they're rolling out a new product, Dank Sickles. <laughs> It's got a great name, and I've never seen anything like this before. A summertime popsicle with 20 milligrams of cannabis. These bad boys come in wild cherry and blue raised flavors, and you can mix and match with a pack of five or go with your flavor of choice. Danksicles are strong enough to share, but mellow enough to take to your next beach day or vacation. And unlike your sketchy neighborhood shop or dealer, IndiCloud gives you savings on every single order. It could be through their gold rewards program, their subscribe and save deals, or our special promo code just for Dum Dums and Dragons listeners. 
years. So please, right now, get 30% off your purchase. Head to indecloud.co slash dumdums to get 30% off your first order. And tell them that Dumdums and Dragons sent you. That's I-N-D-A-C-L-O-U-D dot C-O, not com, C-O, slash dumdums, D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-S, to get 30% off your first order. And let us know how the dank sickles are. Ah, so it's power you seek, is it? Well, I, Xanthus of Dum Dums and Dice, am more than happy to provide you with a little bit of that, and it won't cost you anything, unlike that accursed Dum Dums and Dice Patreon. I mean, over there, sure, you can give a dollar to join a Patreon-only Discord and talk to other fans of the shows. You can get ad-free feeds. You can even create names or even an NPC that shows up in the shows. You can even get your name in the closing credits, and all it will cost you is a bit of your, um mortal money. Of course, you could instead make a deal with me, and I could give you power the likes of which you could never even dream of. And of course, the cost is somewhat higher than a few of your mortal dollars, but after all, who doesn't enjoy a good deal? Well, if you do decide that you would rather spend human money than engage in the dark arts with me, you can of course go to patreon.com slash dumdumdice, that's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E, or we could make a deal. Anna looks up from her clipboard and just says, uh, based on what you've all been describing, Quinny, I think you've kind of hit the the nail on the head in terms of how Damara fits into all this. The Lord's Alliance doesn't seem to have any interest in the local politics because they don't exist here. They're trying to get a foothold here with Asgard as a possible ally. So the actions of a Damaran against a Vassanian, I suppose, is probably how they would abbreviate that, is a separate regional concern. So the fact that Longadon Geese is dead, bad, but at least Longadon Geese wasn't part of the envoys. If he was, then we would be in a much different situation. So the actions of Damara and pointing to the actions of Damara should lower the heat a bit from the Lord's Alliance on that side. However, accusing a member of their group uh, as the murderer of an envoy from a different separate nation group is an issue. However, that seems like an issue they need to solve, not one that you necessarily need to solve. Quite frankly, I think the key here is just not to piss them off in such a way that they hasten the destruction of the city. Because if you do misstep too heavily, I can see them withdrawing the offer and leaving. They don't have to be here. They are choosing to be here. So if you piss them off too much, they leave. And she points over her shoulder and she's like, and the fucking armor brigade there levels the city. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not actually worried about that because Rache Gray solo actor clearly not representing Baldur's Gate's interests this suggests an interest in local politics in a way that is actually the opposite of everything the Lord's Alliance has said well, to us respectfully so. sir that is pretty much Baldur's Gate they're known for this sort of thing this would be very surprising from Waterdeep but from Baldur's Gate eh. <laughs> this fits like a Baldur's Gate MO Baldur's Gate is a interesting place uh, and the Morality of it has always been somewhat flexible. So someone playing both sides from Baldur's Gate is a believable idea. Oh, the idea that Rache Gray might be playing both sides of something would be strange from somewhere else, but from Baldur's Gate, oh, not outside the realm. Okay. So they got scammed and they sent like 
criminal person with own interests. Oopsie daisy, everything goes bad. Damara, legitimately in the wrong, and I don't have a solve for that, but they're legitimately in the wrong, and I don't have a solve for that. And that's a local problem, which is nice, because it doesn't bite us with the Lord's Alliance. Yeah, that basically sides us, though, with uh, the Nation of Warlocks, though, by default. Correct. Yeah, okay. Because they did an assassination plot. I can't... Yeah, the morality yeah. of who we should be supporting or not, or both, I guess it's just gone now. Well, I, it also kind of deleted the moral high ground. If you're going to yeah. send people to another nation where we're desperately trying not to start a war and be like, man, we'll do an assassination and fuck them and all the people who live there. That's uh, yeah. not cool. All right. yeah. Also, uh, based on our current numbers, despite our recent efforts to uh, beef up the non-existent hammerer unit, we don't have an army. So if you make an enemy of Vassan now, we are fucked. Yeah, so we're not going to do that. Which is fine, because yeah. as far as we can tell, they are completely innocent. It just seems like somebody was trying to, like, flame war both sides or cover ass in overall purposes, because they carry out an assassination. Oh, we have to pick a side in a war. No, kill the other side. Oh, well, we get to be neutral. Yeah, and I mean, if Damara thinks they got away with this, you know, pinned it on the warlocks or Vinton, Yeah, yeah, exactly. Then uh, they don't they don't know that we're coming for them just yet, you know? Nope, but we also don't have an army. All right, let's go talk to some people. Uh, and he's going to turn around and go back to the throne. And uh, Falmire just raises his hand and says, Quiet, everyone. It would seem the king is ready to speak and address us. And then she, she like, walks near you. She's not, like, helping you up the stairs like you're wearing too long an Oscar dress, but she's nearby <laughs> enough to look like she's vaguely helping. Hill just gesturing as yes, he yeah, rises just, up just, to just the slightly thing. up. Yeah. That's funny. He'll accept it. She's in the Lord's Alliance. She can absolutely walk up with him. And I'll say, all right, so uh, clearly some stuff has happened. And I want to be clear and totally transparent about everything that has been discovered in an investigation and everything that has gone on. But I'm aware that things are kind of tense. Points to the army full of people. <laughs> points to the group of military veterans behind him standing <laughs> with no weapons. Points to everyone else. So there's not going to be a whole lot of trust in this scenario. So what I would like, and he's in his full armor and kingly regalia. This is a very serious moment in terms yeah. of his usual dress. He's Goblin Jr. sitting next to the throne. Does the he rock a crown? I can't remember. He started wearing a simple band crown when That's he's around. Right. Yeah, he has yeah. a formal one, which is the crown of thorns that is dangerous to put on, easy to take off for mm. his symbolic reasons. But this is just the simple. It's like a simple circlet kind Simple of thing. circlet. Right. He's okay. here to do a job. Yeah. Um, I asked our friends from Cormier to bring some clerics who can cast Zone of Truth however many times it takes until it takes hold. I'm trying to give in, but uh, stuff. So we'll do that so that you know the truth is being told. Everybody else can stand outside of the zone. This isn't about forcing truth at anybody else. But then I can tell you what we found and answer any questions you have, and we can move forwards in a diplomatic and reasonable manner. D does that make sense, Cormier? Um, and uh, Primrose steps forward and says, I would like to remind everyone here that the fate of a nation rests in the balance of this. The fledgling nation of Asgard is attempting to clear its name, to clear the sins of the past. And I would highly encourage, and as she says this, all of her armed guards kind of do one of those like chunks with their, um, uh, their pikes that... Uh, I would strongly suggest that everyone here stay. Sorry, earlier you said no weapons. Are they armed or are they unarmed? So the clerics have no weapons. The soldiers are armed. Got it. Hammers yeah. are armed. Let's continue. No, no, it's that there are two clerics. And it's not like the clerics have yeah. like, I have a mace. It's like, no, there's like a bunch of dragoons and then 
Primrose, she's got her sword. They've got things. So that's oh, why they get other okay. weapons. Great. Yeah. This myth here. Like, uh, weird Great. Yeah. Um, so she just says, I would highly caution everyone to stay within the zone of truth, even if you do not think you are directly involved in this, as the fate of an entire nation currently rests in the balance. And it would be unfair to the nation of Asgard for those of you here to remove yourselves from this. And so she gestures to the clerics and the clerics like, you know, Whisper a quick prayer to non-Moonhammer um, and uh, summon Zone of Truth. Uh, she steps forward very clearly into it, as do her soldiers. And the idea is she's not actually eyeing you guys. Like This isn't a quid. I just saw your reaction. Yep. This isn't aimed at you guys. <laughs> no, she's sure. literally staring down like the envoys and Sildar and basically challenging anyone to get yeah. in the way of this democratic process. Um, but Quinny, I know that also yep. <laughs> sucks. Yeah. Quinny's was... just like up against the wall of like, maybe I'm not in the range. <laughs> maybe <laughs> if I press hard enough, I'll just go through this wall. <laughs> uh, Tom, just realize now there's a lot of characters that we're getting used to the names of. Yes. Uh, despite the fact how many episodes it's been. Sorry, just brain. I'm four people. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> oh, you're four the... whole people? Oh, no. How do you manage? Wrong yeah, guy to I complain understand. to. I'm not complaining to him. I'm just letting people know. There's a lot. Uh, and I have to remember who didn't doesn't know what. Yes. Uh, Butthole would have wanted Vinton Charlemagne to I think also that's be fine. at this. Yeah, this makes sense that all the envoys who are still she's alive. Envoy, yeah. 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 Okay, cool. Yeah, so we can say she's just like standing Great. outside. And as soon as this Primrose finishes her thing, the door just boots open, like Aragorn style, just doors swing open. Yeah. Uh, and she comes so in and she's wearing her full uh, dragoon armor again. Uh, the glowing-eyed helm is on, uh, and she just enters, uh, takes it off, shakes out her hair, and just says, sorry, I'm late, uh, and sort of, like, stalks through. It says, you done talking there, Blondie? And, like, leans up against a, a wall like a Final Fantasy character and just kind of <laughs> nods for things to continue. So funny. All right, thanks cool. for joining us. Uh, Tom, what what strength check do we need to make for this, or are we allowing voluntary? You can voluntarily fail. That's always an option for Zone of Truth, as I understand it. Um and okay good so i don't have to keep adding my charisma modifier to everyone within range like 10, 10 feet of yeah, me yeah <laughs> no uh i mean like we can we can we'd said that because we'd said the generals weren't capable of doing that but they were also under duress in a different situation oh, no, no, i no. do believe Butthole sorry would be they could have sorry when i say uh you can choose to resist it but you don't have to the generals that got caught were the ones who were choosing to try and resist got basically it, the way it. it works is like the people who cast it are always aware of who is actively pushing against it but if no one is pushing against it, then it can just happen. Oh, cool. Yeah, then butthole lets All it right. happen. Reginald's fine. Yeah, with if it. you're someone like, who wants to tell the truth, it's not like you have to be like, oh, I hope so. <laughs> um, Juniper's like actively like reining in her aura of protection to not give not help everyone any baddies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, He's trying to get inside the perimeter. <laughs> like, come on. Um, and there's I'm trying here. <laughs> like uh, Nahiri Larkstep rolls her eyes almost into the back of her skull uh, at all this pomp and circumstance. She's very frustrated by it. You get a sense at distance that it's mostly that anyone would feel this was necessary in her presence and, or like would feel necessary to swear her to this. It's a very like aristocrat angry uh, vibe. Um, you see uh, Percadius Rick Carlson sort of puff up his chest and step forward. He's been wrestling with hard truths about his biases about uh, the the dwarves of <laughs> yeah. Winchester. So he is he is just ready for for more truth telling. He is he's bared his soul and he's ready for more. Bluebeard just pushes his glasses up his nose and kind of folds his arms. And again, he's he's kind of in the same ballpark as Nahiri, where using magic to compel truth doesn't feel great to a lawyer. Where it's just like. 
Why do I even bother to learn rhetoric if you're just going to use <laughs> fucking magic to override it? Um, and uh, Fallon Meyer, uh, Pink Blossom, just puts out her hands and kind of like looks to the sky and just lets, lets the five scream and says, oh, yes, I am also casting it. Um, <laughs> Clearly she had to get that before it was fully cast. <laughs> Because they know if you, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. the zone of truth clerics know if you successfully resist. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Like, they know immediately. Oh man, that's got to be the play. Quinny goes to stand near Fallon Myers. Like if you're in this, <laughs> like if I have to do this, you're in it too, you fucker. <laughs> Fair enough, Minister of Culture. Uh, and uh, the zone of truth descends over the room. Even Vincent Charlemagne seems to be uh, like the monks don't immediately go her. So she doesn't, you know, she doesn't make a big show of it, but it's clear that she has has also um, allowed it. Uh, and uh, Patty Two Eyes just out of breath is like, okay, that's it. Oh, you, you guys moved on without me. Okay. All right. Well, I'm here if you need me. And Anna just puts a hand over her mouth and, and nods to you. All right. Friends, thank you for doing this. First of all, I do absolutely want the best for Asgard and everyone in this region. I have not in any way misrepresented our interests, beliefs, or goals as the leadership of this nation. Now to walk you through some uncomfortable stuff that happened and sucks. Over the course of the fireworks celebration, we're not sure the exact timing of this. Are we just going to retroactively say that you guys told me everything you know? Or is there anything you'd specifically leave out in terms of us getting caught up on the case? Because I've realized there are a bunch of finer yeah. points that I know is Reginald, but I don't know. The thing, oh, yeah. I think the big thing that you wouldn't have been told was the thing that we discovered with your high role. So I think that it was Damara. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's safe to say, unless there is any information. Well, I caught them all in that yeah. lie, though. So no, I, I know. That, that's, I, no, I don't that know the like, specifics of how they know it. No, no. But. What I mean is like that it, to me, that is the one lie you wouldn't have wanted to tell Butthole. But now that that's out in the open, it would seem to me that all the information is available. So yeah. I think, Ryan, the way we can say this for roleplay purposes, I know you're just going to like monologue through it, is if there was information Butthole wouldn't have had, one of them would chime in with it, but we don't need to play it that way because you've been present for everything as a player. Yeah. Yeah. So Then it'll just be, if I miss something that you think should be said, I'll pipe up. you're all around. And yeah. Juniper's so stressed about like doing things wrong, she would have given all the information she had okay. as soon as possible. <laughs> we don't know the exact timing. We had reports that all of the envoys, except Longadon Geese, left to go to the party. At the same time, we had an agent who was checking in among the various different parties, trying to see if there was anything going on, because friends spy on friends. That's how we stay friends at a nation level. I'm sure you all have spies here. It's cool. Uh... This friend discovered that there was an assassination plot. So we got two different stories running here. An assassination plot against Vinton Charlemagne. She just raises a hand and does one of those little, like, yo. Awesome. So <laughs> there were a group of servants who had been told by Longadon Geese that the queen wanted Vinton dead. And that if they went and did this, then they would have a potion of featherfall and be able to jump off a cliff at the end and then escape with Longadon Geese, who I think gets to marry the queen. And Vinton scoffs audibly, like it echoes with just the the repressed chuckle snort at how stupid a plan this is, but also like long held. <laughs> of course, our enemies are this dumb. I agree. It was a very stupid plan. Butthole says because he can't lie. <laughs> <laughs> she just grins. She, she's into that. This plan went forwards. We had an agent among the assassins. 
we sent the Hammers along with Reginald and Vismith to go try to prevent this from happening, and they successfully did. Based on the reports, Vinton might have been able to just take care of it on her own, credit where credit's due, but we were there to make that happen. Then they tried to chase down the escapees from what we assumed was happening uh, and found Longa Don Geese with his head blowed off in his room. And at this, uh, Vinton does step forward and uh, just like the, the mirth is gone and now it's just, wait, someone got to him before me? Yes, thankfully for Fuck! all. Fuck! And she just like <laughs> slams the, uh, the the pike into the ground, goes back to kind of more petulantly leaning against a wall, looks quickly over Quinny in like a, was that you? Uh, Quinny won't speak, but he'll like shake his head no. <sighs> just like, again, d- deep disappointment. <laughs> and then like quickly looks you up and down and then like goes back to the bottle. <laughs> so Longa Don Geese got whacked. In a way that looked very much like Eldritch Blast, seemed warlocky. The original thought was probably Vinton Charlemagne. Was clearly mad that she didn't get to do it. So I, I, mean, I would have. It's a good plan. And she just like puts a hand <laughs> over her mouth. Clearly not used to some of true thing. Yeah, and we probably would have caught you, and that would have been really bad for both of our countries. So, uh, felt like that's kind of open and shut. Some friends went outside of town and found a group of people who we assumed Longadon was going to meet, who all looked like they had been murdered by a wyvern. And then that was actually just another fake job. That was, they faked it. They used weapons with teeth in them. They used Eldritch Blast. We don't know what's going on. Yeah, Vinton nods and is like, Chompy doesn't leave leftovers. So, yeah, no. Yeah, so that's weird. Uh, unfortunately, upon further study of Longadon geese and the potions used among his weird evil. Oh yeah, he turned everybody to werewolves so they had like a better shot at Vinton than like four, I don't know, horse attendants. But uh, we found more of that and can confirm, tragically, that it was an official move by the Damaran government due to the level of skill required to produce the things, due to some grim psychometry results, due to all of that. Uh, so Damara engaged an assassination attempt against a foreign leader on our grounds. Bummer. We're going to have to respond to that. Vinton, we'll talk about that uh, afterwards. Vinton just kind of shrugs and says, yeah, it's a Tuesday. They're always trying to pull shit like this. Are you kidding? This is news? We're all having a time. Uh, <laughs> that's his way of like responding and not lying. <laughs> like, we are all having a time. That's accurate. <laughs> He's not lying. So this was going on. And we were trying to figure this out. Obviously, it's a local thing. Lord's Alliance didn't appear to be involved. It wasn't a member of the Lord's Alliance. Uh, And that is the point where, let me finish. (laughs) We're going to get to the end of this. Where it was reported that Raish Gray is gone. They aren't in their room. They did not report back after the, the party. We don't know what happened. We figured they were out having a time on the town or something like that. And then we searched the town and they were not. We haven't been able to recover any living or dead remnants. However, upon further forensic investigation by our investigator, Ricks, we (coughs) determined that Raish Gray's fingerprints... Does like a three minute aside to explain fingerprinting to anyone that does not decide in this. He has to like get some, get Miss Paisley's drawings to show that like everyone's fingerprints are different. Bluebeard is that person who read the book before the movie came out, and it's just like yes, yes, this, this to oh, like perfect. anyone who will listen, being like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we can demonstrate that Raish Gray was inside the room 
at the time of the murder, engaged with the chair that the murderer was sitting in, and there was no other recorded time that we're aware of where Raish Gray was in that room. Which means Raish Gray's disappearance is timed at the same time as a murder that took place in a room Raish Gray was in. There was remnants of some kind of scroll, so maybe Raish Gray was cashing in a favor. We don't know how this is involved. It could be demons or something, but Raish Gray did this. We also have a report from Fallon Meyer Pink Blossom. Yes, and she just steps forward, having like straight, like staring at Quinny as she she does. So she says, <clears throat> "Yes, I do have something to confess. I was indeed looking into Raish Gray. It was only necessary in order to protect the Lord's Alliance, and I found this." And she throws a harper sigil uh, from her cloak onto the ground. Oh, she's not lying. About and that. everyone starts to like lean in to see what it is because it doesn't look like fucking anything at distance. And she goes, it, it, "It's a it's a harper it's a harper sigil. It's the sigil of there's a, there's a a harper sigil amongst the clothes of Raish. It would seem that their allegiance was slightly skewed. The Minister of Culture." discovered this as well and he was good enough to ask me to tell all of you and thus i have your majesty a harper was in our midst and seems to have done something quite bad here i wanted to figure out their allegiances so that i could tell all of you but i wasn't certain i needed further proof and it would seem we have it she is in the zone of truth yeah all right so clearly that checks out you're welcome we're pretty sure it's a divided loyalty thing so to be clear Despite the fact that this act of violence took place under our roof and we had said that as king, anything that happened to any envoy, perpetrators were going to have to answer to us. Raish Gray had divided allegiances, was not acting on behalf of Baldur's Gate, clearly some Harper business or something else I don't have evidence for yet, he says, <laughs> having to be honest. <laughs> but based on everything I know, I'm... Thinking this feels like Harper business, even though Baldurians could kind of do some weird stuff. <laughs> Wish he wasn't so true with this one. <laughs> kind of flimsy fit story he's trying to tell. <laughs> so that's kind of where things are at. We found all the evidence. I don't think I left anything out that's major. He looks at the others, looks at Juniper. Quinn's just trying not to say anything. <laughs> so he's just, uh, he like thinks... Did I miss anything? Shakes his head. Did I miss anything pertinent to this case? It's like searching her mind, and the only thing she, she just feels like she has to say something. She says, "I'm a werewolf," uh, <laughs> but I don't. I don't believe that's relevant to this case. A- apologies. I think, accepted. Yeah, I think you got most of it. Says Reginald, looking handsome in the corner. Uh, just remember the the captive that's currently in prison and that they can tour the scene. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that's true. So we have one of the assassins who was taken alive. We can walk you through all the facts there. We've got, I mean, Raish Gray's room you're not going to find anything in because super sneaky spy person. Uh, you can go look at Longadon Geese's room. There's the bottles of evil poison that turns people into werewolves. Please don't try one. Uh, they're in a bag with a hidden false bottom that was discovered. Uh, it was discovered by Quinny. Quinny, can you swear inside the zone of truth that that you found those bottles inside that thing? You didn't plant any evidence in that room. That's correct. Great. That's kind of like swearing, but I liked it. I swear. There we that's go. That's correct. There, there, I look over at Bluebeard and I'm like, yeah, yeah. I don't exactly. have to swear. I'm in the Bluebeard, fucking zone Bluebeard of truth. Bluebeard gets a little, little <laughs> yeah, I'm like, no, 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 the lawyers want this on the record. Butthole gets it. He's been to trial one time. Yep. Okay, so yeah, then you can tour the room, you can see whatever's there, like whatever you guys need, but that's kind of the situation. I, we didn't do it. We have evidence of who did it. It doesn't make sense, but like, we still consider ourselves fully friends of the Lord's Alliance. We were zero part of any of this. It's completely insane. 
And we're going to have a real problem with Damara after this, but that's local. That's not you guys. Ta-da! <laughs> and uh, Nahiri uh, steps forward and just says, uh, Your Majesty, thank you for walking us through all of this. This is indeed very concerning. Most concerning of all that one of our number was perhaps acting in the interests of a different group. Although this feels strange for the Harpers to have done, not quite their style. Nevertheless, we will investigate this, and I appreciate, I believe I can speak for all of us, she looks at everyone else, and they're all kind of like grumbling and nodding. So I believe I can speak for, for all of us when I say this is of, of great concern, and the fact that in such a stressful time you have managed to put together such a compelling case, despite, to go to gestures to Cormier, the stakes of the current goings-on, is, I believe, a testament to your leadership and the effectiveness of your court. I understand that uh, a request for your aid has been submitted and uh, perhaps a, a nation state that uh, would pronounce you friend. Uh, we've been speaking to the Sembian ambassador and it would seem that if you can in fact gain their favor, we would be ready to make our judgment, I suspect. In the meantime, we will investigate Raish uh, as well as their Whereabouts? She kind of turns to the rest of the group and she says, unfortunately, all of us met just prior to being brought here by Sildar, so we will also have to speak amongst ourselves somewhat to get a sense of who Raish truly is. This is concerning. As to the matter of Damara, that does seem like a regional matter, and she kind of like dismissively gestures to Vinton and says, uh, Lady Grimdark over there seems to have this on <laughs> lockdown, so we'll leave you to that. But we must go investigate this body in the meantime, if you don't mind. This is deeply concerning. And uh, there's like a, a sort of grumbling, um, and uh, Bluebeard just steps forward again and says, uh, Yes, we, we do very much appreciate uh, the way this has been, been taken care of. Um, on behalf of the Lord's Alliance, I do want to offer my sincere like, gestures to the clerics, says, uh, apologies that this has landed on your doorstep. This does not, in fact, seem like a, a an Asgardian problem, but rather one of ours. Um, quite concerning. Yes, quite concerning indeed. And um, they all kind of uh, nod and are ready to go if you're ready to let them go. I don't know if there's any other business to attend to here, but they're pretty much just waiting on on that. The, the butthole's cool with them going. Yeah. Just Thank you for attending. Thank you for your great reasonableness. We look forward to a long and fruitful relationship, and I'm going to set up a meeting with Sembia, like, in the next ten minutes. Uh, and, and Sildar just kind of uh, nods tiredly and, and gestures them out. Um, Primrose watches them go and just kind of shakes her head uh, and uh, looks to you, butthole, and says that such a group that purports to wield such power has a traitor in their midst is indeed concerning. I do still trust the actions that you take on their behalf and on behalf of their request will be enough to answer the question of what Asgard will be in future to Cormir as well, but the Sword Coast, truly a strange place that the most powerful people could be this puzzled, is deeply concerning. Know that Cormier does not hold the intrigues of the Lord's Alliance against you, King Butthole. We do, however, need to see this final act in order to know whether or not you are as good as your word. But this whole show, she kind of raises her hands, says, 
has been a good one. You have presented well for us. She gestures the rest of the court and she just says, um, there was a time when all envoys here would have been murdered just as a matter of course. And Vincent in the background is just like nodding and I'm like, yeah, those are good times. Um, and uh, Primo says, the fact that you have endeavored, despite some deceptions, to work this hard to untangle this on behalf of people you barely know speaks highly of, of what you desire. And she just kind of sighs. She's like, I wish this was not so very complicated. Okay. Um, and she gestures to the guards and uh, turns to leave. And uh, audibly, as she goes, she says, you can tell the trebuchets to stand down for now uh, as they, they sweep out of the courtroom. All right. That went pretty good. Is there anybody left? Vinton! <laughs> Vinton, hello. Vinton just... <laughs> Pushes up from from the wall. Well, the zone of truth's gone. We're, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Zone of truth is out. Um, and uh, she just kind of watches all of them go and just, you know, with a slight smirk. Uh, and uh, just uh, turns to all of you, but like kind of addressing Quinny, but also addressing you, Butthole, since she's known you. She says, the fact that all of these fuckers think they're in any way equal to us. <laughs> She like slots the helmet on and the eyes glow red. Uh, she just says, fucking fools and walks out. She's really fucking cool, but that's going to be a problem, huh? Well, I mean, back and forth. Really cool. Talking a lot of shit. Yeah. Didn't actually stay long enough to be like, we're going to formally declare war. So we're going to let that one ride and just hope they don't ask for too much. I don't know how much formality she sort of transacts in, but. Yeah, okay. Okay, that's cool. Uh, I'm just saying things might just start happening. I can't, that could be true if you saw at literally any time. I'm just worried right. about our commitment to this. Uh, we're going to need to send a message. And he, he, rather than me trying to improvise an entire <laughs> formal missive, <laughs> it's like he'd just give Anne in the bullet points and let Anne in write it. But it's sending Damara notification about Longadon Geese's death, yeah. sending Damara all of the evidence that has taken place from the investigation, letting Damara know that we are fully aware of the assassination plot and will struggle to support their claims of diplomacy mm -hmm. and letting Damara know that they can send one envoy who will be supervised at all times in this city, but Damaran citizens are not currently welcome inside Asgard. Strong missives, Annan says as she writes everything down. <laughs> and then she smiles just a little bit and says, I like them. This episode of Dum Dums and Dragons features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter, and RDM Tom McGee at McGee TD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra. And Dum Dums and Dragons artwork is by Del Borovic, who can be found at delborovic.com. Our theme songs are And Now for That Massive Coronary and Skipping Through the Orchestra Pit Part 1 by Peter Gresser. And our ad music is No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar. J A H Z Z A R all available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. But most importantly, we've got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice or you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. And tune in next week for more Dum Dums and Dragons. 
Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christopher Little, George Dolby, Richard Cranium, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Logan, Fire Unfriendly, Grandma Likes D&D, Alan, Stabby Stranger, Glitch Trick, Flynn1138, Alorain Okapi, Schrodinger's Pepper, Guy Edwards, Madre de Gatos, Lady Maiden, Garbo Ape, Locke, Sam Schaefer, Waffle Marine, Dagger Rain, Rob L, Dia De Los Hoodless, Squishy Werewolf, Remy, Funky Head, Nomad, the Wise Paladin of the Badlands, Accent Therapeutic Services in Florence, Kentucky, Lale, Shulzari, The Long Family, Jordan Oliver, Richard Wright, Brittany Fenwick, Alex Parr, Old Man Mojo, Dragonfly, The Body Barrelers, Megan Werner, A Man Out of Time, Curtis at FingertechRobotics.com, Panda24NN, Shendra D, Your Homeboy Bones, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at Patreon.com slash DumDumDice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. The first thing you need to know about the Vegas Sci-Fi Adventure podcast is that you're not just listening to someone tell you a story. You are stepping into a world. And Vega Rex, the woman at the center of this saga, is currently sitting at the top of it. This is not by accident. For millennia, the country Vega calls home has been carefully honing the skills of its state-contracted killers, and these so-called holy warriors have gotten real good at taking down the world's worst criminals, or, as they would call it, cleansing. 400 kills into her career, Vega is the most decorated hunter there has ever been, and likely would have stayed that way if it had not been for him. An explosive encounter with a terrorist sets Vega on a path of revenge that is so thoroughly illegal that before this story is done, she will have risked it all, life, limb, and love, to satisfy her vengeance and keep her record of righteous kills perfect. My name is Ivoma Okoro, and I have so much more to tell you about this. Check out Vega, a sci-fi adventure podcast anywhere you listen to them. Because baby, I'm just getting started.